Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. inner dream monologue and you're fast asleep so i'll be quick great job using the colgate optic white overnight teeth whitening pen before bed when used as directed it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days so while i fly and talk to animals you're removing teeth stains with ease sweet dreams and when you wake up keep on living life to the brightest colgate optic white find it at all major retailers Start your countdown to the most delicious Sunday of the year at Whole Foods Market. The Easter in Bloom event is on. Experience it in stores from March 29th through April 11th with irresistible deals and delights store-wide. Save on feast-worthy animal welfare certified meats like spiral-cut ham and boneless ribeye. Then add a flash of green to the scene with savings on organic asparagus. Too busy to cook? Don't sleep on their crowd-favorite catering. Find all of that plus source for good floral bouquets and more at your local Whole Foods Market. Hey there, you're listening to My Doula Micah. I appreciate you joining me on my podcast today. Um, the topic I'm covering is actually VBACs. If you don't know what a VBAC is, then stay tuned. I will define it. Um, if you have questions or concerns about a VBAC, stay tuned. I'm going to cover that. And if you're feeling stress or pressure or, I don't know, some conviction or some um, confusion about VBACs and, and the mindset and the emotions that are involved, stay tuned. I cover it all. I'm glad y'all are here with me today. I have a very important topic and I'm just going to jump in there. I, I don't think it's one that I've covered before, which I'm kind of surprised. I would have thought I would have talked about this, but it has come up in several, several conversations recently. Um, concerns that my clients have right now, um, past clients, friends. And so I'm going to talk about VBACs. So a VBAC is it stands for vaginal birth after cesarean, which means with your first, second or whatever pregnancy it was, you had a C-section, major surgery in order for your baby to be born. And now with your next pregnancy or maybe two pregnancies later, I mean, it doesn't matter. It's just after the C-section, um, you are attempting to have a vaginal delivery instead of a C-section. So that's what VBAC stands for. And for whatever reason, for this, you know, particular episode and conversation that I'm going to have, we're just going to say, you know, who knows what the reason was that you or someone, you know, had a C-section, right? It could have been baby's heart rate dropped. Um, it was a failed induction, uh, could have been something medical. Um, it felt like that was the only choice that you had left. Um, or this mama is just done. Like, been in labor 48 hours, done having a C-section, her own choice, right? Okay. So now you're pregnant with another baby 
you would like a different outcome and you want to see maybe if your body can have a vaginal delivery, even though you had major surgery with the first one. Um, maybe that's a reason. Um, Maybe you have now hired a support team. Uh, You know what your options are. You feel a little bit more empowered. And okay, now you're ready to go for it because you you have some people that are on your team, on your side, ready to help you with a potential vaginal delivery. Um, Or maybe you feel like the medical system failed you. That's a lot of women look back on their C-sections and will communicate and comment, oh, I just didn't know enough or I felt like they were pressuring me into having this C-section or, you know, I didn't fully understand what I was doing or saying yes to, right? And so, you know, it could be any of those reasons or more um, as to why you had a C-section and as to maybe why you want to try for a vaginal delivery now. And okay, so let's say this mama, she's, you know, recognizes, all right, I want a different experience and she starts researching, Googling, uh, joining different groups, asking questions of professionals. Uh, she's getting opinions from uh, her peers and all of a sudden she discovers that there are many different views about this topic of VBACs, right? Um, if you've done any research at all, if you've had any conversations, uh, you know that to be true, that it is a hot topic. It is a um, a topic that is of deep concern for any woman that's facing that as a possibility or, or as an option, again, because she had major surgery for one reason or another with her first. So guess what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to tell you what the best decision and option is for you or for anyone. I'm I'm not going to do that. Um, I hope you caught what I said. Not just that I'm not going to tell you what the best decision is, but I said that there's options, right? There are options. There's not just one scenario. And, and my guess and my feeling is that most of you are hearing one particular voice or another that is telling you this is the way to do this. This is how you approach once you've had a C-section. And they're typically pretty strong opinions out there, right? And they're very um, opposite end of the spectrum, okay? And so I have had many women, like I said earlier, reach out to me. Um, they want to explore this conversation about a VVAC. And, and here's what I found. There is no one right answer, you guys. And that might be surprising to some of you to hear a doula say that, <laughs> that there's not one right answer. Um, but I, I'm honestly not sure how this specific topic of VBACs fell into the category of there's only one way. For some reason, this topic, depending on who you're talking to, they feel like there's just one option. Okay. And I don't know why this over many other topics, why people feel that way. I, I, I think it's strange because it's not true. There are, there are options. So let me give you some examples um, of some of my clients who have hired us and they are looking into, you know, they had a C-section for one reason or another, and they're wanting us to support them in a VBAC attempt. Um, maybe the reasons of the initial C-section wouldn't automatically apply to this second births, births, birth 
outcome, childbirth outcome <laughs> for the second one. Uh, maybe with the first baby, there was uh, preeclampsia at 36 weeks. Mama had to be induced because she's getting really sick and that's pretty dangerous for mom and baby. Um, and so now she's going to be induced at 36 weeks and, and it's failed attempt. Okay. And uh, mommy, mama is needing to deliver. So we go to a C-section. Okay. Well, that doesn't really have anything to do with your second birth if you don't have preeclampsia, right? That was the reason that you ended up in a C-section is because you were being induced at 36 weeks because you were sick, probably on magnesium or something to try to bring your blood pressure down. It was a medical reason. And now that reason no longer exists for your second birth. Okay. So that, that could be a reason. And now a word from our sponsors. Start your countdown to the most delicious Sunday of the year at Whole Foods Market. The Easter in Bloom event is on. Experience it in stores from March 29th through April 11th with irresistible deals and delights store-wide. Save on feast-worthy animal welfare certified meats like spiral-cut ham and boneless ribeye. Then add a flash of green to the scene with savings on organic asparagus. Too busy to cook? Don't sleep on their crowd-favorite catering. Find all of that plus source-for-good floral bouquets and more at your local Whole Foods Market. And, and, and again, you're wanting a totally different experience. You want to see, hey, can my body do this? Um, maybe another reason might be your baby um, was breech the first go around. Okay. And even though you tried all the things, maybe spinning babies or, you know, who knows what else you've tried. There's lots of things out there to try to get baby to turn that's breech um, and everything just failed and then the last resort was going to be a scheduled inversion, which means an OB and some midwives know how to do this, uh, will, while you're still pregnant, kind of turn and rotate this baby. Some women say it's painful. Some I've had a client say, oh, kind of felt like a massage. It felt great <laughs> on her belly, which I love. Um, but then this particular client, as we're, we're approaching time for the inversion, just did not have a piece anymore about the inversion, um, was feeling apprehensive about it, not because she was afraid it was going to hurt, but because she just wasn't sure that we needed to try to move the baby anymore. And that resulted in her, uh, and her husband having many conversations, asking some questions through lots of prayer. They just felt like, nope, this is not the route we feel like we're supposed to go. This is not peaceful at all. So we're going to go ahead and schedule a C-section. And so here's what they discovered when they went in to get baby. Baby was, yes, we said breach, right? Baby was literally folded in half. I don't know if you've ever seen a baby folded in half. And this baby was presenting butt. So butt is down, head and feet are up at the top. Babies are not going to be born successfully booty down. That's really really dangerous. And that is how baby was presenting. And then also discovered the cord was wrapped around baby, not just neck, but like foot or something. I mean, this baby was all tangled up. And so dissension would have been hindered quite a bit. And so once let's just say that the booty gets engaged in the birthing canal and now baby can't descend any further. Now you really do have an emergency situation and 
we avoided it. Thank goodness. Because this mama listened to her instincts and no longer had a piece about pursuing what she thought she ultimately wanted. And this was a better outcome, you guys. I'm so glad that she chose this. I'm so glad that it was an option, right? Because that would have been devastating um, for baby to have tried to be born that way. Um, I've also had uh, a mama that had a C-section with her first. I was her doula, had a C-section. It was a medical reason. Then with her second, hired me again, and she had a successful VBAC. Now she's moved, she and her husband and their two boys, and she's pregnant with her third, and she reaches out because she is extremely stressed about what's in front of her, about her choices. And I, and at first I was like, well, you know, you had a sex, successful VBAC with your second. Tell me, you know, what the dilemma is. Tell me what you're thinking about. Talk to me. What, what What's going on? And so as she began to talk and as we began to kind of discover some things, her life was extremely stressful. And the first birth was very hard, very disappointing, only to end in a C-section. Her second birth She went in very exhausted and tired and opted for an epidural right away and ended up having a successful VBAC. And so she was so, wow, so happy with that experience. So as she's approaching her third, she's like, I don't know that I want to do the whole labor thing again. I am just not in the right frame of mind. I don't, I hated labor. That was awful. That was, that was way more traumatic than the actual surgery. And so as we talked some more, she was like, are you telling me Micah that it's okay for me to choose with this third baby, something totally different? Like I'm putting all this pressure on myself to go for another VBAC to have a vaginal delivery. That's what I feel like I'm supposed to do. And I'm like, who told you that? Who told you you're supposed to have a VBAC? I I hear what you're saying. You do not want to go through the labor thing again. You want to have that epidural, sleep, check out, and let's see if baby can be born again that way. Nice and easy. Girl, do it. It's your life. This is your mind, your body, your emotions, your family. You get to decide how you want to do that. And so here's here's what I want to say. I I'm afraid that women are getting pressured. This, to me, this is the dilemma. They're getting pressured in one way or another. Okay. And that's just not good, y'all. That's not okay. Maybe it is what most of us would suspect that it's an OB putting pressure on this mom. No, 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 no. We're not going to do a VBAC. That's dangerous. The only way that you deliver a baby after you've had a C-section is another C-section. Maybe a mom's feeling pressured in that way. Maybe a mom is, has a friend who's telling her horror story um, about attempting a VBAC and trying to convince you not to make the same mistakes that she made in her horror story, like literally horror story. Right. And so now we're, you know, using scare tactics, whether, you know, it's an OB or a friend or whatever, but you know what else? Uh, Someone can also be getting pressure from the doula that they hired. You've communicated that you'd like to try a VBAC, but now you're not sure if that's really what you want to do. You're, you are, you realize that, wow, I don't think I have the same mindset that I did before, or wow, I I actually, I think I think it's dangerous. Like, I don't, I don't want to attempt that. And the doula that you've hired is pressuring you. No, 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 no. This is the only way 
you you do not want to have another C-section. That's bad. That's wrong. You don't want to do that. So maybe you're feeling pressured that way. So here's what I'm asking is for all of us to stop putting their own agenda, our story, our expertise, our soapbox, whatever it is on these sweet mamas. Okay. Put your assessment to the side and allow them to weigh all of their options, the benefits, the risks, the mindset, the emotions, and the peace, right? Let's stop pretending that we know what's best for a grown ass woman, y'all. That's a, that's a, that's another adult that you're trying to tell them what is best for them. You're trying to tell them the decision that they need to make. And I don't know why we give ourselves permission to do that about a VBAC. I get it. It's an important decision. Major surgery is a big deal. You guys, for sure. I want you to know what all of your options are. I want you to make that choice. And I'm going to come back to it. I've said it a lot recently on my uh, podcast episodes. The power of choice is not just the power to choose the birth experience that you want that may be all natural. The power of choice also includes your power to choose an epidural, your power to choose an induction, your power to choose a C-section. All of that is your right and your power to choose. And I think that whatever you believe, I'm talking to now, now I'm talking to the mamas, whatever you believe that is best for you and your family, your body, your baby, that is what I'm encouraging you to do. Yes. Do your research. Yes. Ask some questions so that you are well informed, but you are going to hear a lot of different things. So I want to be a voice in your ear that says you can choose any of those things. There, there doesn't have to be an absolute one right way. I hope this has been helpful for you guys. And I'm happy to hear from anyone who has additional questions. Maybe you think your situation or scenario is a little bit unique or different and you would like some feedback on it. Great reach out. I'd love to hear back from you. Maybe you totally disagree with what I just said and you've got some pushback. Great. Reach out. I'd love to have a chat. Um, but I, I am glad to be talking about this and just kind of put my thoughts out there for all of us to take stock in, you know, I, uh, part of me wants to say, would you do that about other things with someone, a grown woman and tell her, no, 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 no. You can't make that decision for yourself. No. We, we don't do that with other things, but for some reason we give ourselves permission, some of us to communicate those things about childbirth or VBAC or whatever. Let's not do that. Let's not put our agenda out there. Let's let grown women be grown women and make the choices for themselves. Thank you for listening to My Doula Micah. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube at My Doula Micah. We can also get connected at MyDoulaMicah.com. If you're interested in checking out my book, the link to The Humor in Birth, Stories and Insights from a Doula can be found on all of these social platforms. Be sure to share and subscribe. I'll be here next week, so please be sure to join me again. And this podcast was produced by Rogue Media Network. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.